the commitments, they just keep coming and coming and they're just, they're on a torrid pace right now. What's going to stop the staff from just continuing to hit home runs on the recruiting trail? We'll get into that on today's show. You are locked on Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on BC, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. All right, folks. You know, I was going into today's episode earlier today. I was like, yeah, what am I going to talk about? You know, recruiting seems to be slowing down. The official visit schedule is starting to, to um, you know, ease up a little bit. But... I was out with my son at the park and boom, I get a text from Mike Roach of 247 in Texas. He's like, dude, Shay Mc- Shay, uh, you're about to get a commitment from defensive back Ashton McShane. All right, there we go. Whip up my computer, write that one up. Then you also get the news. Boom. You got to defend. As I'm putting my other child to bed, I get a text that Cam Gwynn, who is committed to Toledo, has also committed to BC. So two in a day again. I feel like this is a theme. I had to like make, I went back to last Monday's episode. I was like, okay, I got to make sure I don't write the same title because on Monday's show, we talked about two commitments. Well, on, so on Wednesday's show, we're talking about two commitments. BC is now up to 12 commitments. That is 11 in the month of June. Hey, AJ hit his mark. I've said all along, if you've been following on this and on the site, the Eagles would add at least 10 commitments in June. They're at 11 right now. Put a little of that green check mark next to my name. Nostradamus is here. I nailed that one. Well, let's get into the first commitment. I'm not, I'm not here just to, to pump my, uh, you know, make myself feel good. Those I, I could do that sometimes. Cause sometimes I feel like I'm an idiot. And the, the other days I feel like I know what I'm talking about. Right. So let's get into Ashton McShane. Ashton McShane is a defensive back. The th- I think he's the fourth defensive back BC's landed already in this class. And folks, they're not done there yet. Still going on. McShane is from... McShane is from McKinney, Texas. Okay? And he's, a, he's six feet. 5'11", he's listed on 247. Six feet if you ask him. I don't know. We'll have to get a measuring stick out and, and measure him, right? He had offers from Kansas State and Indiana. He had a, he had some good solid offers. BC was his only official visit at this point, which does you know I'm not going to say that's the only thing, right? But it does mean something, right? He's a three star, so not bad. I think he was rated an 85. Um, he is going to be, you know, a corner. He's, he's your typical corner. So some of the guys that BC have landed already, Desmond Stevens, uh, the kid that, uh, BC nailed, uh, over Purdue and Louisville. He's going to be a safety. Charlie Camella from Xavier Zavarian brothers. I think of him more of as a, as a project. I think they're going to try to figure out what they can do with him. So he's not going to be that, that go-to corner. You also have, uh, you have 
I'm already blanking on the other guy's name. Uh, they have a couple. <laughs> the uh, uh, Christian Zamore, same thing. And we haven't heard much from Christian Zamore lately. Curious where that's going. Sometimes, sometimes kids that are committed, you know, they take their official visit. He has not. So curious what's going on with that situation. But he's also another guy I would project as a, as a project. I look at Ashton McShane and say, okay, you now have your first defensive back that kind of fits into that role uh, that Jeff Halfley has done year after year, which is true freshmen that are just ready to jump in. It doesn't have to be always at cornerback. You saw that with um, Clinton Burton Jr., Josh Cheek, uh, Jalen Cheek played a little bit last year. We saw Amari Jackson. And this year, you're going to see KP Price and Carter Davis probably playing. All of these guys are fr- true freshmen. Halfley has a knack, and as our Abdul Rahim have a knack for finding those guys that could just jump in and provide depth. He doesn't have to start right away, but you, I, I see McShane as potentially a guy that competes right away. And I'm just curious. He did. I didn't ask him if he's going to come, uh, you know, enroll mid year. That's that's more down the road. The kid's a junior still, and you know, on his way to his senior year. But he wouldn't surprise me if this is a kid that comes in early probably uh, looks at potentially playing and there you go. That's the guy that I would watch for. That's the guy I think may play immediately. Now, few thoughts here before we move on to our second guy. First of all, does this mean BC is done at defensive back folks? I am the host of locked on BC, but I am also the Eagle insider, right? That that's my site. And I kind of taken on the moniker myself, Talk to the kids. I've talked to the staff. This is not it for defensive back. Lloyd Irvin, who was just on campus last week. This is a kid that was checking out Wisconsin. And I think I don't have the other school in front of me right in front. Maryland. That's the other school he's looking at. He is someone I think BC, you know, I'm not ready to put a crystal ball in, but the ball, the, the way things are falling at Wisconsin, where they're getting other guys, he could be a guy that BC commits to. There's Exodus Ayers, who I have a crystal ball of him going to Oregon State, but I'm not 100% sure on that one yet. I'll have to continue to looking at it. So the staff's not done there yet. I think there's a chance that BC still grabs one more defensive back for this class, and we'll have to wait to see what that looks like. We'll have to see if they do, or if this, if there's changes or things that goes on. Uh, that's going to be something worth watching. Now, the other piece that I continually find interesting is – with all the the uh, belly aching that we hear about BC not getting all the kids in Massachusetts, which there has been talent. And I mean, gosh, we could have a whole episode on the quarterback situation going on in Massachusetts because there's been some real talented kids that, you know, are going elsewhere. But Halfley has put together a, 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 a strategy that I, I kind of dig. And that's going into the state of Texas. And I, you know, on in this show, we have said Texas high school football is um, is crazier than BC football. You know, there is it, it is a cult down there that it, it's it's the lifeblood of Texas. So they get super talents from down there. Like any, you know, there's lots of talent down there. And so. In the past year, Halfley has hired Daryl Wyatt at wide receivers coach, who was a former Texas Longhorns coach. 
who has deep roots down there. We've already seen him land two wide receivers from Texas. Now we have McShane, another guy from McKinney High School, which I believe I've heard is a really good high school in Texas. I, I, I have to admit, I'm not into call, uh, high school football other than a few schools I know about. This is a smart strategy. You know, as uh, you know, if you can get good talent from Texas instead of wasting your time on Massachusetts kids that are hearing from their coaches that BC stinks because that's what they hear, go for it. Go down to Texas, bring these kids up because the difference that you get, I can tell you, the kids from Massachusetts all know about BC football. They all know about the struggles of this program. They know about the old Pat coaching staffs they didn't like, the, the coaching staff from you know their high school didn't like Spazio or Spaz, whatever. You're fighting uphill there, right? You bring them on for official visit. They're like, oh, cool, Boston, really? That, we've already seen Boston. We live right around the corner. You're already, you're already fighting a losing battle. You bring a kid up from Texas who's got NFL dreams that has, has the feel for wanting to go to a city and you take them on a tour of Boston. That is a much easier sell than the kid that lived in Needham or the kid that li- goes to Zavarian brothers or wherever, because they're already here. You get, you get a better p- bang for your buck by going after these Texas kids. It's, and you're not going to get the elites. I'm not saying BC is going to get the elites, but you got Keandre Henry already. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But in the second segment, I'm going to talk about a flip that BC landed from a Mac school. But I think this guy's going to have some interesting attributes, and I'll explain why in just a minute. But before we do that, I want to tell you about our good old friends over at Bird Dogs. If you've been listening to the show, you're probably, you know, you're well aware of how much I love my new Bird Dog shorts. I, I have people going, man, AJ, you really do talk. You, 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 you live the life. You talk the talk about bird dog. And I do because I find them so comfortable. They're so multidimensional. They do everything that I want my shorts to do. And so they're slim. They make me look good. I, I, I have to tell you this weekend, I had my daughter's second birthday. I wore my bird dogs for our party for her. I wore them while I was grilling. And I got compliments twice from family members. They were like, wow, those shorts look great on you, AJ. No lie. That's exactly what they said. And, and I talked to them about it. They're like, what are those? I'm like, it's Bird Dog. So you need to go check out Bird Dog too so you can get the compliments like I just did. Go to birddogs.com slash college for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On BC, AJ Black here, and we are talking Cruton. And we are getting into our second commitment of the day. As I said in our last segment, my day was busy. I had one child with me all day. 
And I kept having to step away because I kept getting news alerts that I had to deal with. Now, two days ago, I talked to Cam Gwynn, who was headed to Boston College on an official visit. He was, of all the recruits that BC had coming on campus for official visits, the biggest surprise, because I had no idea who this guy was. You know, Judah Pruitt, who ended up committing to BC earlier this week, uh, who was with at Rutgers. I, I knew him. I had talked to him before. That wasn't a big surprise that he would come because I know he had a good relationship with the staff. Now, Cam Gwynn, I had no clue who he was. <laughs> I had to look him up. I'm like, who is this guy? He was committed to Toledo. He did not. He was coming to BC without an offer, which is kind of weird on an official visit. Most times, guys that are coming for official visit have at least an offer because as you guys have seen on Twitter, right? Like BC throws out like 400 offers a, a, a year. Like everyone has a BC offer, but this guy didn't. It, it was interesting. So he comes on campus without an offer on Saturday. All of a sudden he gets his offer within like a half hour. He decommits from Toledo. And then all, you know, the bells on my head's going crazy. Cause I'm like, okay, throw in a crystal ball for this guy. If that's what's happening, he's going to commit. Um, I, I hold off. I take a breath talk to the staff you're like no you're like yeah they're feeling good about it whatever so i talked to cam on sunday night and he tells me yeah i'm feeling good about it i um, i'm making my decision at the end of the week or this week at some time when that when that has happened when you read an interview if you go over to 247 if you have not subscribed yet 50 percent off right now i have been going crazy putting out tons of vip info if you read my interview with gwyn you would have known that and that's that's like you know the 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 shining uh, beacon of commitments right there right so I I didn't I didn't do my diligence and, and ask him that I should have asked him but I put a crystal ball in I put a crystal ball uh, in for Gwen and this afternoon he commits it was it was like bang 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 like he goes on his official visit decommits from Toledo gets an offer from BC and commits to BC. So what is BC getting here? Because you look at him, you look at his size, and you're like, huh, what is he? <laughs> he's a defensive lineman, but he's 6'2", 255. So he's too short, in my opinion, to be an edge rusher, unless you're going to get a kind of like freaky size one. He's too small physically, like weight-wise, to be a defensive, a defensive tackle. So what's he going to be? Well, I asked Cam. Cam says defensive tackle, which makes sense. Like you can't add height to a guy. You can't make a guy to be an edge like six, five. And <laughs> if they're six, two, right. But we've seen lots of six, two defensive tackles. Like boozy was what? Six feet tall. He was like 300 pounds. So what you do, you bring the kid in. He, he red shirts his freshman year. He puts on good college weight. You don't want him just to eat nachos and, and chicken, uh, you know, late night <laughs> at lower, to put on that pound of weight. I mean, if I went back there and ate lower all week, I would, I would get to that weight, but you want him to work with uh, Phil Matus, the strength and conditioning coach, get him up to college weight and at six, two, and you get him to about, you know, 290, 300 pounds. Boom. You've got your defensive tackle. He also said though, that he could be a guy that they look at to situationally put in at defensive end. So maybe he's more of a lighter weight um, defensive tackle guy like George Rooks is the one I think of the, the transfer from Michigan who came in this year. Rooks kind of plays that middle role. Like you look at his size and you're like, who's he a defensive end? Is he a tackle? 
he's kind of both. He does, you know, if it's a pass rushing situation and you want him in, you can put him in there, but mostly he's a defensive tackle, right? I think that's what Gwynn's going to be. So this is the first defensive lineman BC has landed. And I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's the last. I think there's at least one or two, possibly three more moves coming in for that defensive line position. So in our final segment, I'm going to go into what's left. BC's at 12. I'll tell you how many um, commitments I think this class is going to take. And we'll get into what they need to, what they need to do with those last couple offers class couple um, commitment slots. We'll get into that in just a moment. This is locked on BCI and your host AJ black. And I want to tell you about a special show that you need to check out. I don't want you to miss our locked on NBA draft live on Thursday night, pick by pick analysis from our stable of local NBA hosts, national reaction from our NBA big board hosts and live check-ins from inside the NBA draft locked on NBA drafts live starting at seven 30 Eastern time on the locked on NBA YouTube page. And also, if you are an everydayer, if you listen to us every day, thank you so much. I've had so much fun. June has been so much fun talking about when you get these commitments. This is like my my bread and butter, so I can tell you my passion, tell you what I know. Um, it's been a really interesting ride getting to see how this class of 24 has kind of shaped. Because as I, as I said on Twitter, June 1st this year, Boston College was at one commitment. That was Christian Zamore who was committed in January of 2022. It has been a barren desert since then. But since then, BC has added 11 commitments. So they've hit a bunch, right? Defensive backs, they've got four. They've got two wide receivers, two tight ends. What what, go, what comes next? What what Where is BC currently at? They're 49th in the country in recruiting rankings. And let me tell you, as someone from 247, they jumped from 94th, I believe it was, at the beginning of this month to 49th. And I still think they could jump up more. Now, if the, the ranking is based on, I believe, the composite rankings, which is like taking rivals and on three and ESPN and then just taking all those rankings and smushing them together to get um, a ranking for a kid. That So each guy has like their 247 ranking and their composite ranking. It gives you kind of a two different ideas of how the industry looks at him versus our site. Well, there's at least four guys on BC's roster right or commitment list right now that don't have a composite ranking. That kind of brings their score down. Now I'll tell you, as the guy who covers BC, I've just reached out to get all those guys scored. So don't be surprised that once they are scored, if that rating goes back up even more. So I think that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Now class size, I think a lot of folks want to know, like, is BC going to go for 25 again? Are they going to go for a huge class? Uh, so I've talked to the staff. I've talked to um, a couple of different guys. I don't expect them to go for 25 this year. I don't think it's going to happen. I Because of the transfer portal, I think they're going to try to keep it, you know, maybe like 17 guys and then keep some spots open for, for transfers. And I think that's smart, right? Like, I think that's what everyone has been asking BC to do. Like get the recruits, but also keep yourself open for transfer portal guys. So BC's at 12. They have five more slots. You know, it can change too, obviously. But where do they go for? Well, first of all, as we said on two episodes ago, there's a spot open for quarterback and it's Henry Hasselback if he takes it. If he doesn't take it, that goes back into the pile. They're not going to get another quarterback if it's not Hasselback. 
telling you right now, unless there's some guy that comes out of camps or something that they're just like, whoa, Hasselback is it. They're going to say that Castellanos is the guy for this class. And the way the funky way things have worked with recruiting and transfer portals, just you just got to kind of reimagine how things are. It's no longer the old style of you need a class of 23, a class of 22, a class of 21. It doesn't work like that. How many guys end up leaving programs within those four years? It just doesn't work that way anymore. So that could be a situation. I think one could possibly go for a running back. If Dewan Williams of um, St. Francis Academy does commit to BC, they'll take him. That'll be two running backs. I think there's at least two spots for offensive linemen still coming up. You are looking at guys like Chris Lino, who is between BC and Washington state. You're looking at CJ Williams, who I have a crystal ball. And for both of these guys, I have crystal balls and Williams. I'm feeling even better about from Deerfield Academy in Massachusetts. He's an offensive tackle. And then there's Gerby Lambert. No matter what the, the numbers are at Gerby Lambert's going to have a spot on this team. If he takes it. So I don't, I don't even consider him in the pile because he's just like, he is like that, that, um, you know, when Indiana Jones goes into the temple and there's the, the golden um, thing that he tries to take and he puts the sand down or whatever that like light on him is like Gerby Lambert. Right. So I think he's going to be a, a potential guy. And then there's defensive line, Jason Flint uh, of Pennsylvania is a guy to watch for. And Deandre cook, who's going to be on campus this weekend. There's all crystal balls to him to Penn state, but who knows? Like, you know, he has a visit. Maybe something blows him away. I, I don't think he'll end up here, but he's someone worth watching. And then finally, I was expecting BC to take three tight ends. There's a potential that Sire Torrance from New, New York, who's also going to be on campus this week, uh, midweek visits, by the way, folks, uh, is going to, he's going to be checking out BC. He's their last, they're his last visit, which I love. I love hearing that <laughs> because when you have a, a competitive guy that come in last, it's that recency bias, right? Like maybe he will end up here. So those are all the guys that we're looking at. I think, you know, Oh, and defensive end, defensive end, uh, sorry, not defensive end, defensive back. Lloyd Irvin is the other one. I think there will be a spot for him if they want it. So we'll have to see how all these kind of shuffle out and how they end up. But there's a couple different positions, as you can see many of them where BC still has like one guy here, one guy here, one guy here, but they have, uh, you know, you want to see like offensive line really fill out. You want to see the defensive line fill out. Trenches are always so important. And then the other guys, we'll see where the balls fall. So on Friday, we'll have more recruiting news because it just uh, seems to never stop. I have more. I, I we If there isn't news, I'll tell it like this, because if there's news, it kind of takes over everything, right? But on Friday, if there's not, the Locked On Network did their polls of the ACC season. I'm going to go into some of the results of that. We'll go over a visual cue of all that. And if you have not done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247. And again, plug before you go. 247 right now. Go to Eagle Insider. 50% off an annual subscription. I have been, I had five items today. I had four items yesterday. I am just going crazy with recruiting news. You can sign up for a cup of coffee a month. Go over there, sign up today, become a member. It's so, it's great. We have a great community over there. Um, I'd love to see more Locked On fans over there too. Make sure to sign up. You'll get all the insider information that I have. You have Mitch over there. It is awesome. So check us out there. Thank you all so much. We've had a great uh, community today here on our on our show. We'll be back again on Friday. Take care, everyone.
Thanks a lot.